Hey everyone, Mario Zelenas here. As many of you know, Wisdom Zeko is a free program that we offer through Origin Gate, and it goes to many nations in the world. In fact, almost 70% of the world is listening to us, hundreds of thousands of people. And once a year, we come to you asking that you consider giving a one-time trade in December that will go towards supporting this work and blessing those who are a part of it, who offer so selflessly their teachings and their lives to us through Wisdom's Echo. This year, that trade will be received on December 11th, U.S. time, December 12th, New Zealand, Australia, and that part of the world's time. And we are going to be receiving it actually starting with our roundtable on the 11th in the U.S., 12th in New Zealand. And we will be opening this up for everyone in the world who listens to Wisdom's Echo. And our objective this year is that we get everyone to do something. Would you consider doing something? It doesn't have to be massive. It doesn't have to be a huge amount. But would you consider giving a one-time monetary gift to Wisdom's Echo through the systems that we're establishing to be able to receive that to bless those who serve us? day in and day out through these daily free podcasts. Thank you so much for considering it, and I'm looking forward to our participation in this. Shalom. Welcome to Wisdom's Echo, and this is Stephen McKee. And today I want to talk about the remnant. Yesterday, I went to a meeting, a gathering of leaders in Scotland. I didn't even know it was a gathering of leaders. I was invited by a, a, a friend or, or two friends who are a couple who are actually pastors in Glasgow. And I was actually very encouraged, very, very encouraged because I saw a remnant of people who I didn't even know existed, who were praying just like we're praying. They want the real authentic kingdom of God to come to earth. They were praying for the fear of God to come upon the whole region, the whole nation again. They were praying for that realm of holiness. They were praying for, they didn't use the language of oracles, but they were praying for unction from the pulpit. Those who preach with such unction that the fear of God came or the love of God came and swept whole regions. And I was so encouraged because all I was seeing for many years, and maybe it's the same with you, was churches that were just building according to their own ideas, programs of men, skinny jeans and smoke machines, and just us trying to win people through seeker-sensitive evangelism, which is not the gospel of Christ. It's, it's maybe our efforts thinking this will help people just come in gently, whereas... When conviction of sin comes to a whole region, there's nothing gentle about it. When Christ himself knocks Saul off a horse and he gets blinded by a great ball of light, that was not gentle, seeker-sensitive Christianity. When the fear of God comes so much in the early church that no one dared join them. We want people to join us, but no one dared join them because the fear of God had come to the whole region, because Ananias and Sapphira had dropped dead, because there's a realm of holiness God wants to bring. There's a remnant of God, holy ones, a, a scary bunch of people that God will raise up. And I'm not saying that God will not manifest his love, he will, but it's the real love of God. And the definition of love must be 
God's definition of love, not our definition, not what culture says love is, because love is not what we are defining it to be right now. God is love, but God is also holy, and he's absolutely terrifying, but he's also gentle and humble and kind, and he is good, he is loving, and he does manifest his love, but there's a remnant of people that he is raising up across the nations. And I I want to read a really challenging quote by A.W. Tozer, which I found challenging, but I know that it was true. And I don't know when he said this, if it was 1940s or 1950s or run about then. And to think how much worse it is now, I would suggest. Not everywhere, of course not. But a lot of the church is beginning to just, like, reject the fundamentals of the gospel, the fundamentals of the apostles' doctrine, like really beginning to challenge the very, very fundamentals. And and this is what Toza says. It says, Christianity is decaying and going down into the gutter because the God of modern Christianity is not the God of the Bible. That is so challenging because we are actually making God in our image Culture is challenging the fundamentals of the Christian faith and a lot of the church is actually bowing to that culture. And we're beginning to change what the Bible says because we don't like it. So we just tear parts of the Bible out. Not necessarily literally, but we ignore it or or we just argue it away saying, well, that was for then. It's a different day. God is not really bothered about those things anymore when all the time we are actually moving so far away from what Christ meant when he said I will build my ecclesia but when I met this group of people yesterday I was so encouraged that there is still a remnant in the land and there is still a remnant on the earth in every nation in every denomination in every church it might not be the denomination is a remnant but there's people in every denomination people in every church who are part of a remnant that God is raising up in these days to see the real authentic kingdom of God come to earth the way Christ intended. To see that which is in God's heart for the manifestation of the sons. All creation is groaning for this. But there's only a remnant are going to walk in it because a lot of the church want to walk in seeker sensitivity. They want just smoke machines and skinny jeans and just whatever, just fancy lights. To, and I'm, I'm not against fancy lights i love a nice room with a nice atmosphere with lights i don't have any problems with that whatsoever but if we think that's the thing that's gonna bring in the youth and it's gonna that's what's gonna see people saved it's not we need the spirit of conviction again we need the fear of god again we need the spirit of truth amongst us we need a remnant of holy ones those who walk in the fear of god to such an extent that when we walk into a room people tremble or the love of God just overwhelms them. However God wants to manifest, it's the goodness of God that leads to repentance. It's the love of God. It's conviction, or it might be the fear of God for some. However he wants to do it, we need to walk in this. We need to be a remnant on the earth who seek God in his secret place, who know how to get into the most holy place, into the place that's called the oracle. That's what the original name was, the oracle. Into that place where we meet God face to face, even greater than Moses, because we are the temple. A remnant who walk in the fear of God and the holiness of God and preach 
the fear of God again. Revelation 14.67. I mean, if we think the gospel is just that God has reconciled the world and that's that. You don't need to do a thing. Well, this is New Testament. This is New Covenant where I'm about to read. This is not Old Covenant. This is not someone with an Old Covenant mindset. This is from John in the book of Revelation. And he saw this. And it says, I saw another angel fly in the midst of heaven, having the everlasting gospel, the everlasting gospel, it doesn't change, to preach unto them that dwell on the earth, and to every nation and kindred and tongue and people. So what is it he preached? Verse 7 tells you, saying with a loud voice, fear God and give glory to him, for the hour of his judgment is come, and worship him that made heaven and earth and the sea and the fountains of water. Saying with a loud voice, fear God and give glory to him. Part of the gospel is missing. We just preach goodness and love. And don't get me wrong. I believe that message as well. It's not that it's not that. What I'm saying is it is more than that. And sometimes we have to preach something even greater. Or not not necessarily greater, but it's the full counsels of God. It's the goodness and severity of God. It's the balance for we can walk in there like the Celtic saints walked in this, where they would walk in great love, and then sometimes it would just be in gentleness and meekness, but other times when the Druids challenged them, like St. Patrick, the, the Druid actually, I think he hit him in the arm or shoulder or something, and basically Patrick, in that place of being in the, that union with God, he was angry, and it was the anger of God, and he actually... Whatever he said, he decreed that this druid be lifted up and smashed in the ground dead. And he was. There's a dread champion company coming on the earth who carry the full counsels of God. Who carry the weight of God, the presence of God. Because God is not just Papa who you jump up on his knee. Although he is. He is the judge of all. He is holy. He is set apart. There is nothing like him on earth or in heaven or in the universe or multiverse. There is nothing like him. He is beyond. He's transcendent. We don't grasp this as humans because all we can grasp is what it is to be human. And we try and make God in our image. But God is trying to make us in his image. And we will walk like Christ when John saw him after he was taken up into heaven. And John, who knew Christ well, he knew the love of God. He had put his head on the the chest of Christ. And he was the one whom Jesus said, the disciple that Jesus loved. He knew the love of God. But when he saw Christ ascended and glorified, he fell before him as a dead man. Why? Because he saw another side of God. There is another side of God, a realm of holiness that we've not got. I talk about it often, how Grant Mahoney had an encounter where he encountered the realm of holiness. He called it the being of holiness. And he said he was showing that this being or realm of holiness was last on the earth when the Celtic saints were here. And that's why they could walk in great signs and wonders and miracles. But when that realm comes, we've got to walk in holiness. We've got to be clean ourself and I'm not talking about self effort it's not self effort it's not us cleaning ourselves in a way it's about allowing him to change us it's yielding to the Holy Spirit it's yielding to the fear of the Lord it's coming under the government of heaven it's coming under the government of the Spirit of the Lord of the seven spirits of God it's coming under that government and yielding fully to Christ but when we do that realm of holiness 
is coming again to the earth. And there's a remnant coming who will walk in the fear of God. And the realm of God, of holiness coming. And a group of people who know how to live in that realm of holiness, who are holy, who are set apart, who are yielded vessels. We've seen it through the generations, different people who have maybe walked in the power of the age to come, who have given us a great example of what it is to fully yield. Like Reese Hills is my favourite, or one of my favourites, where he was challenged by the Holy Spirit over the period of weeks and months and actually years until he gave up his full um, life to Christ, to the Holy Spirit, actually. And and then he was, he said, he was transported into another realm beyond the sacred veil, and he lived there the rest of his life. This remnant company will live in the secret place with Yahweh and be content and happy to be there if that was all that was ever to happen to them, because they don't seek um, platforms, they don't seek to be known necessarily, although if God might make them famous, and that's absolutely God's business, God can make anyone famous, John the Baptist is famous, the crowds would come even though they were hiding in the wilderness, the desert fathers, before the Celtic saints, just after Christ, few hundred years later after Christ, they would be in the desert trying to be hidden, trying to live a life of complete separation and holiness, but yet the crowds would come to them. Why? Because they lived with God in the secret place. They knew the presence. They practiced the presence. They were dead to self. They entered into that realm of the most holy place where they communed with God. And because of that, they drew the crowds. We are trying to attract the crowds by good um, tactics, good humanistic ideas and programs of all sorts of new fads to try and evangelize. What about getting before God? What about getting in a secret place? What about living beyond the sacred veil? What about being seated in heavenly places until you shine? Like Moses met God face to face. We've got something even greater than Moses because Christ lives in us. What about turning inward? Like Madame Guyon and Brother Lawrence and all these guys talked about. Well, they meditated. Well, they sat there and they just focused on Christ within them. The, the prayer of silence until they were transformed inwardly. Until it began to change their physical being, their body. So that their flesh did not rule them. So that the spirit ruled the soul and the soul ruled the body. What about that? What about just doing what Christ said and taking up our cross daily and following him? What about laying aside every sin that easily entangles us and holds us back? What about the old-fashioned way, if you like? It's not old-fashioned, but it's became old-fashioned because the God of modern Christianity is not the God of the Bible. God is looking for this remnant company who will be radical, who will get before him, who are not just seeking... The praise of men. They're not just seeking to be known on Facebook. They're not even seeking to be known in ministry. But yet they might be known because they carry the glory. They carry the fear of God. They carry holiness. They walk in another realm. They live out of that place. The secret place. And they govern from Mount Zion. Because we have come to a place called Mount Zion. And this company will rule from heaven to earth. Are you part of that company? 
get before God in the secret place. Spend time with him. Just simply turn towards him, meditate on the word. Get to know him even if we, you, 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 your name's never known on earth. Your name might not be known enough, but make sure your name is known in heaven. This is Stephen McKee, and this is Wisdom's Echo.